Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1098. June 15th, 2023. How do we slow down the world? 95 degrees on this day in 2018. And 41 degrees on this day in 1989. Uh, you know, the air's starting to clear up a little bit. You know darn well the kids will be flooded back to the beach. I hope it's been kept free of weeds and algae by Aquaside. White Bear Lake products made right there in White Bear Lake. You call Aquaside. Tell them what you're looking at. They'll get you the right products. And your beach will look great all summer long. Where in the hell is the Aquaside copy? Well, it's over there because, you know, they've been around forever and a proud supporter of Garage Logic well, for quite some time. Well, and the products time. are safe. They're used. Uh, they, they got them. You know, you can get them. They're used quickly. They're used quickly and they're safe. And uh, I sure like it. What about the fish? Are the fish going to be fish okay? Fish are fine. How about they're, your kids? Your kids pe- going to be okay? pellets. You throw these pellets in the drink and then bing, bang, boom. You know, you got... Uh, you got clear water. Gin. I apologize. I have no idea water. where the phone number is. That's Aquaside.com. Okay. Get a hold of Aquaside. Tell them exactly what you're looking at. Maybe the, don't have them listen to this particular ad, but yes, let no, them know that you heard and, about them on I'm GL. I'm going to find sure. Oh, why do we compare water to gin? Uh, that doesn't sit right with gin me. Gin-colored water, not gin. You know, I'm not comparing well, it to gin. Gin is the color of water. It's clear. Why not just say nice, clear gin water? Gin has a different color than water. It's even clearer. Has that's a purple why hue. That's to why it? it gets used. And I promise really? you, when we come back huh. after this song, I'm going to have the phone number for Aquaside. <laughs> okay. Thank and you. now from the mayor's song, the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's a DJ walking around the man in Technology Corner. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop. John Height in the newsroom. And of course, and I got no, nobody to help Here me. Here is your flashlight. The staff too. is a firewall well, commissioner kind of and the keeper of concepts. Dong, your mayor, Joe Sushi. Where's this moron? I don't know. Uh, I can look them up, Joe, because I I, uh, I have them right here. I have an eight hundred number. I don't Here's know the number one eight hundred three two eight that's Aquaside.com. It is a great product. I've used it. I've watched it work, and it works. Aquaside.com. I'm, I'm a bit offended that while I was looking that up, you were calling me. What'd you call me? Nah. <laughs> they called, well, in fairness, Johnny called all of us the same thing. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But I was looking it up. You guys weren't. You know, it's probably a good thing when you called it a joke. song that you did pick an a career in AM radio as opposed to FM radio. I don't think you would have made a good uh, speed break DJ. Well, we're all, we all, including me, we all should be held under suspicion. Oh, no. We, uh, if, if Bert's listening, <laughs> Bert is owed an apology. If he was offended? If he was offended. That, and, and that, there's a new rule in Garage Logic. Where is this idiot? Rookie. That's the rule? God <laughs> bless it. 
uh, he can never, ever again bring in anything, a letter or anything, Rook, never again. Never? Never. We did, in fact, read your letter to Sonny prior to Tuesday. How do we know this? Well, we'll know it this way. Uh, Bird insisted we did, and we all poo-pooed it. Yeah, and but said, he, had, no. he had key information, though. He said he had heard that one line before. We played it on March 5th, 2019. Uh, Tim writes, Tim Buck 2, and he's never gotten anything wrong, as, I, as far as I know. On Tuesday's podcast, you read a letter Rookie had written to a friend when he was nine. On yesterday's podcast, a listener was willing to bet a million bucks that you had read that letter on the show before. I hope you didn't take him up on that bet. Sorry to say, Joe, but on March 5, 2019, you opened the show with that same letter. You even made many of the same comments about rookie spelling and punctuation and the fact that it was typewritten. In 2019, you said, I'm detecting a pattern here. You ask a question, Rook, and then you respond yourself. I believe you made the same comments this week. The letter itself was quite memorable because Rookie described a certain part of the male anatomy as located between the legs. On both occasions, you lauded Rookie for providing this helpful information. Even more surprising is the fact that none of the dummies recalled that you had done this before, even the author of the letter himself. The entire staff was there except for Kenny. This was pre-COVID, so I assume Rookie actually brought the letter into the studio and handed it to you. But on the positive side, Tannen Scan is offering a group discount for parties of four or more. And now we, we have the link from March 5th, 2019. Not much. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. I, was set my, uh, I set my sights. So well, I have long. to read this. This is a letter uh, you would have written when you were nine. Yeah, what's the date on it? 79? May 14, 1979. Okay, yeah. 9 or 10. Of you course, got you light? got a comma between May and 14. You know, <laughs> I, was having I don't tr- have enough light. I was having I trouble. I want a reading here. I was having trouble with my laptop at the time. This uh, this this deserves <laughs> wait a, 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 wait a, wait a minute, this wait deserves a, a reading. Johnny, you know what we should do here? What? Because people love when we do this on Twitter. Yes. You should film this and put this uh, very inspirational, heartfelt reading uh, on social media. Can I have my volume on this thing? Uh, How about that, bro? (laughs) You're not going to be good. What's the title of it? Dear Sonny. Sonny was John David Winters Jr. who lived down the block from me on June. Moved away to Rosemount in first or second grade and I hadn't seen him in a while. He was, uh, Craig and Sonny were a couple of my best Pals. And for why? God would only know, seriously, only God would know why this is typed. I know it's why. It's typewritten. I know why it's typed. <laughs> Good observation. I'm sure at that age I may have been maybe a handful to my mother. Sure. So I'm sure Judith was smart enough to Gave say. Give me a typewriter to shut you up. You know up. what? This ought to take at least... <laughs> Two hours. Give him a project. <laughs> Give him a project. Here, here's some typing paper. I don't care if you make it. And, and Sonny's a buddy who moved away from the neighborhood. John Winters. I wish I could uh, find him. His yeah, dad yeah. worked at Danikers on Randolph. Dear Sonny, how are you? Well, I fine. <laughs> First, I wanted, I wanted one word, to wish your mother, a late, which is one word, happy Mother's Day. 
That's the Eddie Haskell in the Secondly, wishing, wishing Kathy Winters a happy Mother's Day. Bowls school going. Oh. <laughs> Probably meant to say how's school going. I bet. With our fine. Are you playing any sports? Well, I am playing ochre. Yeah. Probably meant soccer. That wasn't working. We are, one word, 0-2. Yep. Our first game, we lost 17 to nothing. That's why I hate soccer. It's hard to do in soccer. It really is. We just played our second game today and lost 5 to nothing. Hopefully, hopefully we will win, one word, our next game on Monday. Probably Monday. I got How's the tig? Tiger was a, a big, was a boxer that they had, big, huge boxer that was very sweet and fun to, you know, play ball with. Well, happy is fine. That's my schnauzer. See, I'm detecting a pattern here. Oh God! You ask a question, wow. then respond about yourself. Jesus <laughs> so in the opening <laughs> sentence, you say, just... "How are you?" Well, I fine. Well, I'm, I'm not fine. even waiting for an answer. No, you don't wait no, for an no, answer. Right. You say, "How's Tiger?" Well, Happy's fine. He's fine. He's barking up a storm, chasing squirrels. <laughs> How's your schnauzer? Yeah. Paul just got a job at Danikers. Did you know that me and Craig got in a fight? Craig was my next door neighbor at the time. I'm still friends with Craig. Then you answer yourself and say, "Well, we did." Yeah. How would he know? Oh, <laughs> well, we did. You didn't even know that. My dad said I did a pretty good fight. What the hell? Like Dad was watching from the picture window. Lower, hit him on the right, right side. Jab, jab, jab. We're all we all should be watching. My dad said I did a pretty good fight. Tommy Angle was by me? He was another friend. He was he was another onlooker. Apparently there was no one there to stop the fight. It was just <laughs> hordes of people in the, watching us. And he was tempted, and you, you attempted to uh, put a hyphen uh, to take that word tempted to the next sentence, but you put the hyphen after the M. So oh. you, you were tempted <laughs> to punch Craig right what in the mouth. What was wrong with me? M-U-O-D-H. And then Craig <laughs> kicked... Oh, kicked if uh, kicked the right one between the legs. No, what did I cross out? I don't know. But Tommy, you you missed no, you missed a key sentence. Yeah, there. you really oh, did. You missed oh, a key sentence. Oh, there. kicked him right in the penis <laughs> between the legs, but which then, is a good spot for yes. it. I mean, it's not going to be elsewhere. But I then you know my. My, I guess you know, my, Catholic, kids. my Catholic upbringing thought maybe that was a bit too strong for Sonny. So I went back and I just did the yeah. hyphen hyphen to cross it out. But Tommy did not punch him. Well, I just wanted to talk to someone. <laughs> <laughs> Friend, oh. always Matt. Oh. Yeah, it's just one of the worst things I've ever seen oh in my, my life. You had no skill whatsoever. I did. You're, you're, you're at this point. Uh, you're ten years. You're eleven years old. Well, that's pretty good for ten year old, isn't for it? For eleven, I got. I know six years old to do better than this. You know, there's well, a lot to glean from this letter. All right, that's it. I, how did not not one of us? I wasn't here. We remember your excuse, <laughs> but we remember everything. We remember rookie. You remembered where this kid's dad worked forty years ago. Yeah, you the remember thing, the name of his dog. The other thing we didn't pick up, just like we didn't pick up Tuesday. Why do you have the letter? Yeah, because you didn't mail it. Didn't mail it. I uh, I never I, again. I, can you bring in anything? Seriously, letters I've written. No, never again. To because send. we're we're caught now. <laughs> we're being revealed I, for 
our idiocy. Joe, Joe, do you suppose if we required him to rewrite this letter now, it would be any better? (laughs) Yes. What what type of improvement? It would be. I would know Monday. I would know Monday. I wouldn't know Monday. It was almost as if parts of it were scripted, though, because we had the same reactions that we had yesterday. And, Bert, I'm glad we didn't formally make a million-dollar bet because I don't have a million (laughs) dollars. We do have one question from the sales staff. They're wondering, then, is the show the other day a best of? (laughs) No, it isn't. And either is this. Feels like it's <clears throat> so far anyway. It's like Groundhog. Yeah, why didn't you just rerun that segment yesterday? That's what Roycey would have done. Hey, <laughs> rerun that. Uh, That's it. amazing. I and as I sit here, I don't recall doing this in in 2019. No. But the fact that all four of us didn't catch it. I have zero recollection. And I would remember. I remember the Maria, author of the letter. I remember Maria coming to the fair with that. I remember that stuff. Wow, that's astounding! Well, I apologize. I, that's was, this is my doing to bring it up, and never again will you bring in anything, because oh, you know, no, it's not your fault. I'm stuff. just saying because we'll we'll probably do something and then completely forget that we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's why we have people. When you ask me a tough question, Joe, from now on, I'm just going to say, oh, don't you hey, remember we talked about we that? We had that on the show. We did 2019, that. yeah, big year. <laughs> I'm surprised, Walls. Maybe accompanied by the two mayors and three or four hundred of their redundant cabinet members haven't called a press conference to take credit for Minnesota being number one in the nation for chunks of soot. (laughs) There is. We're on the chart. (laughs) For a while there, we we were number one in the world. Yeah. Number one in the world for bad air. We're talking China, winners, Kazakhstan. You know, these morons have chirped about everything else. We can't win the Stanley Cup. We can't win a Super Bowl. God, Rice's treat was just fantastic. Those long-suffering fans in Vegas. (laughs) Yes, the drought is over. The uh, and then you watch that. You watch that long slog to the cup. And I just look at the local situation. I don't see the Wild ever accomplishing it. Ever, 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 ever. Move them. They can move away as far as I'm concerned. I don't, I don't want Go. that. I, I love the National see Hockey ya. League, and I, I like the Wild a great deal. But Send uh, them to Fargo. Boy, do they have a long road to climb. Holy yeah, mackerel. Bunch of dogs. To put together a group that can do that. Is is really amazing. Well, look at the success of the whole franchise. Whoops! Oh, there was an interesting it's piece. In the, He's calling. Turn the damn thing off. I'm trying. Inter- uh, interesting piece <laughs> earlier this week. I think I saw it in the start. Well, I don't know where I saw it about how these hockey coaches are much like school superintendents. Oh, it's a great club. They just go from job to yep. job, and they fail the same way yep. in every single city. They're like socialism. Yep. They, they, it'll work only it, this time. It'll work. You yep. know, they get hired this time. It'll work. But uh, 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 yeah, the Vegas one. We're number one in bad air, Minnesota. Isn't that so, isn't that fitting? Coming off the most irresponsible legislative session in history, we're now number one in bad air, That's... and it was bad. 
It really was bad. It's a little better today, but I, I don't, I, I still, it's just dreadful. Uh, From the airport, when you're on five, you couldn't see across the river. I, I, I rarely tweet, but I tweeted out, this is what the air is going to smell like when we all drive electric cars. And many, many people who read that uh, possibly missed the point. Electricity itself is odorless. Electricity has no smell. But when electricity uh, is involved in any somewhat, uh, in any burning situation, you smell the air you smelled yesterday. Plastics, connectors, uh, whatever's mm. melting. That air yesterday smelled like a plastic fire. Yeah. And mm-hmm. w- once the world is full of these uh, uh, electric vehicles and a couple of them catch on fire, that's what the air is going to smell like. Oh. Now, a lot of them would have to catch on fire for the air to be as bad as yesterday, but uh, that's what an electric fire smells like. It smells like yesterday. All right. Positive Thursday. Well... You know, I'm an outdoor guy. Yeah. Like I, I chose I chose to stay inside, which is really rare for me. I'd rather have, you know, tornado warnings and, and uh, all sorts of weather uh, as opposed to what we had yesterday. I, th- I think it's dreadful. And it's not climate change. It was a forest fire. Right. A major forest fire, and that's smell, what happens. That's the smell result. like a house fire. And now the main glob of it is moving towards Chicago. Oh, man. And another main glob of it is moving back into New York, where apparently the AQI, the Air Quality Index, Mm -hmm. last week in New York, remember they had to call off a Yankee game and other outdoor activities? The AQI in New York hit 400. That's, you know, that's soot the size of television sets. Yeah, that's... That's chunks that you can't even avoid. Very unhealthy. Well, it could be hazardous. Mm-hmm. Now, I was wondering last night, given that I'm, you know, I'm capable. I got chunks, the guys. Well, that's the wrong chunks. Yep. No. I, I'm <laughs> capable of, of uh, uh, neurosis. What What are we going to do if the AQI got to hazardous? What are you supposed to do? Start smoking, I hope. I mean, is that break glass smoke lucky time? <clears throat> Our AQI got to about 250. New York was 400. Yeah. What do you do if it gets to hazardous? You stay inside. It's going to pass. Yeah, but the air gets in your house. I smell it in the house, just not as bad. Well, uh, our house was closed up when I got home, and then I went out to do water some, turn the sprinkler on, all that kind of stuff, and she says, close the door, close the door. I said, why? The air is going to get it. Well, you know, it's not like it's a, a the blob is coming into the house. Oh, it's okay it was. for five minutes. What I love, too, is the news channels. They managed to find people out jogging as though it was a normal condition. They interviewed one young guy. He looked fit. He should be thankful for that he's alive. He said, you know, my <laughs> chest really hurts. Oh, my God. Well, and I thought, Stop well, how running. stupid are you? Yeah. Go inside. Yeah. What well, a what, moron. Well, you can't talk that way to the people that have to work outdoors. What about these people? They don't have any choice. They're out there working anyway. Road construction, yeah. uh, building construction, farmers, you know. I was talking. What are you going to tell them? I was talking about. You fancy city folks with your air conditioning was, and <laughs> special remote control. Fans. I was talking about a, a jogger that the news channels found. 
I, I understand it was, uh, uh, I have people in my family who work outdoors. I'm worried about it. Was, was the reporter running alongside them or had they stopped? <laughs> Driving, keeping pace in a car with Doing the window open. Walk. <laughs> window open about right. two inches. That's hey, by good. the way, uh, that NHL reference, the coach uh, reference I made, that's from The Athletic. The head, the headline is why the NHL keeps recycling coaches and why it's a problem. Theathletic.com. I don't know the answer to that. I don't know the answer to that question. Yeah. It's bleeping embarrassing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Say, I want to tell you about Mueller Memorial Funerals and Cremation. Great people. You want great people on your side at a time of... That a time can be, you know, fraught with sadness and anxiety and regret. But uh, if you want to lighten that load, Mueller Memorial is the place to do it. They've been doing this for 75 years. They uh, they look at this differently. They don't look at this as a, as a time of extraordinary uh, loss. Uh, certainly in some cases it is. But, you know, Ma cashes out at 90, you know, light up the bar. Right. Let's go. Right. I mean, it's... They know what they're doing, and they know how to dampen down that anxiety and that fear. They've been doing this for, as I say, three generations of more than 75 years. I I personally know the owner, Scott Mueller. I've known him all my life. They take care of really difficult details in a way that's going to make you wonder what's going on here because you feel a little lighter in the shoes about it. And uh, what they do, and the key to this, is they figure out how to celebrate Okay, now you don't normally associate the word celebrate with a funeral or cremation, but what you're celebrating is the life well lived. I don't want doom and gloom. I don't want doom and gloom. Give me the celebration of a life well lived in... In a in a in a state that's number one in chunks of soot, <laughs> you went out a champion. Right. You went out a champion. Yeah, I know this isn't fun to think about or deal with, but once you learn about it, once you counsel with Mueller, you're going to feel uh, some relief that this doesn't have to be as overwhelming as we all think it is. Go to uh, MuellerMemorial.com. You know, the investment game can be awfully tricky, especially in these volatile times. And that's why you need the best and also somebody that you can trust. And that's why I rely on Josh Arnold. We know him as Mr. Money Talk around these parts. And he's here for you. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute no-obligation consultation by dialing 952-925-5608. 952-925-5608. Josh has been at this a long time with a track record of success, and he's here to help you. So give him a call today. No obligation. Obligation. That's right. No obligation. It's absolutely free. 952-925-5608. And tell them you heard about him here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. The end of the world as we know it, and he was fine. <laughs> Joe Souchere. Well known to have the most exciting showroom in the region, Moon Motorsports. And boy, if you haven't been there, you really got to get up there, see that great cathedral to all things fun. 
They have 11 major brands right there on hand, and the service and part departments, big ones, they're going to help you get the most out of your machines. And when you do finally stop by, you're going to find a great lineup of off-road machines and a great lineup of Fox gear to go with them. Uh, Moon has the newest Fox gear in stock now. They also have a wonderful website at moonmotorsports.com. And uh, you're going to see all the new and used inventory. Really easy to page through that. And one of the first things you know on their revolving banner is uh, an ad coming up for Moon's Kids Day. It's a Kids Day event coming up. Wait a second. That's this weekend. It's two days from now, June seventeenth. Yeah. What is it? Oh, kids, um, kids yeah. day. Kids day at Moon. The Wheelie Wizard Stunt Team is going to be there. Um, and they're pretty right. cool. Yeah. They're actually pretty neat doing tricks and stuff. They're right there in Monticello, twenty minutes from the Metro, on the south side of ninety four, west of twenty five. They are Moon Motorsports, your ATV side by side and adventure motorcycle brand leaders. MoonMotorsports.com. Did we? Is Sunday Father's Day? Sure yes. is. Have we had Mother's Day yet? Yes. yes. That was in May. Yes. All right. Yeah. She ain't my mother. <laughs> Joe, being a father is the toughest job oh, there is. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, okay, I don't know why Reavers is calling an alarm here, but he dashed out of the room. What do you have? Speaking of Father's Day, yeah. I forgot to mention this in the first segment. The town council members are already somewhat aware, but... The, is this an announcement? It is. This is the major announcement I meant to do at the beginning of the show. The 30th anniversary Garage Logic online store is now open. Do tell. It started at 8 o'clock this morning. Town council members will be made aware via email tomorrow. Am I supposed to read that? Yes. Uh, and we'll also be Meaning they were made aware today, probably. Today, yeah. Yeah. Okay, here, Rook. Here's your copy. Okay. Um, so here's what we're going to do. Suits. Look at this. Oh, that's nice. Oh, you yeah. got the knack yeah, shirt. He's got a knack hardware and lounge uh, hood, hood and sweatshirt. Hoodie. Yeah, John has the long sleeve, too. It's oh, really cool. Oh, that? Yeah. yeah. Very so we're going to be updating the selection throughout the summer, adding a few items here and there. The current assortment is fo as follows and available in T-shirts, long sleeve tees, hoodies, and women's sizes. The standard GL hooded sweatshirt, which I think all three of us in this room uh, ordered. Yeah, I did. I the NAC that. hardware, what I do too, yeah. The NAC hardware shirt, the two cycle auto works, University of Garage Logic, Garage Logic Fire Department, the Failed Academy. Town council members are going to receive a 10% discount and they should look at their email for the promo code. But again, it's online, garagelogic.com. I've gotten so many emails about GL flags. Can I tell you something? They're yeah, not go there. ahead, finish. And they're not available with this particular. Uh, garage Maybe logic before sale. the end of the summer. We're working on it. I want a, a failed academy T-shirt because uh, if you'll note closely, graduate is spelled wrong. It's supposed to be spelled wrong. We did it. We did it again. Oh, yeah, I no, see. but this time we spelled it wrong on purpose. On purpose. Okay. I think there's some collector's items from the fair where yeah. it wasn't I, spelled on purpose. Do you remember? Incorrectly. I have those when actually. we did that, and they sold out immediately. That's like yeah, a rare stamp that got <laughs> printed upside down or something. And remember, the big boss comes and says, "Great idea! Oh yeah, we we did that on yep, purpose. Here we go. Yeah. They're all gone." <laughs> University, S T Y. So anyway, yeah. uh, the thirtieth anniversary garage garage logic garage sale is online now. Well, wonderful. Get it while it's hot, baby. Uh, Jordy uh, tipped me off to a piece in town hall about John Kerry 
uh, most uh, definitely hitting a new low. Uh-oh, he's pretty low already. Uh, last week, uh, the world marked the 79th anniversary of D-Day. Uh, we lost 2,501 Americans, 4,414 Allied deaths overall. And uh, Kerry tried to make the uh, anniversary of D-Day about climate change. Oh, no. <clears throat> and uh, that's, that's, that's dreadful. He was speaking in Norway, and he said, uh, Today is June 6, D-Day, one of the most singularly important moments of history. He was speaking to a shipping ex- exhibition. Okay. And he flew there because he has to fly because he's he must. saving the world. And then he said, this is a moment that calls to mind every single threat that defined the past half of the 20th century and the beginning of the 21st. Uh, 79 years ago on a 15-mile stretch of beach, Allied soldiers, many of them teenagers, jumped out of landing craft and onto the surf of Omaha Beach. They were fighting for a set of values, I would say to you, are just as important today as they were then. They put their lives on the line to fight against fascism, tyranny, and misinformation, and the savage slaughter of innocent lives. Uh, That was a fight for the future as much as anything we've ever faced. What we are seeing now is the same, he said. Hmm. Kerry said the world is now in a decisive decade, and the price of failure could carry a greater consequence than those faced during the D-Day landings. What is clear right now is we can also win this fight, but it requires the same level of innovation and mobilization that was required back then by those in the greatest generation. Unlike the fight against Hitler, the climate battle is not won against a single enemy. Today's threat comes from all of us. I can't. Uh, I can't take this. I can help you. I, I can't can help. take it. I can't no. take it. I can help you take it. Put it in a different light. Mm-hmm. Imagine John Kerry is standing in front of a microphone, being held by Mean Gene Okerlund. Yeah. Okay, he's just doing a promo. This is like when uh, the body took on uh, Jumpin' Jim Brunzel and uh, Greg Gagne. The high okay. criers, the high criers, not the high flyers. And then after they all got off camera in the back, they all high-fived each other, popped open a beer, and had a good laugh over the whole thing. That's what he's doing here. This he, is just hyperbole to the max. But along the way, and, and I'll grant this to you, he insulted every single veteran of, of all services. And he himself is a vet. right. He was speaking to the shipping industry, and he told them shipping is the eighth largest emitter of greenhouse gases. Uh, Okay. Good, key, upbeat point. The simple truth is the threat to our planet today comes from the emissions of burning fuels without capturing the emissions, which are byproducts of that burning. Can I stop right there? Uh, Have you ever seen the burning of fuels... Result in the air quality we had yesterday. No, never. In my 54 years of existence. What you had yesterday was foul air created by nature. Man, people, humans, humans. didn't have anything to do with it other than poor forest management. Or arson. Or arson. But what you saw yesterday was not 
the result of burning fossil fuels. What you saw yesterday was a forest fire. And look at how fast it can happen. And look at how fast nature is. And this this blowhard, uh, he was speaking before we knew about the uh, we knew that Minnesota was number one in the world. This blowhard is telling these uh, shipping executives that they're partly to blame because their fleets of ships create the eighth largest emission of greenhouse gases in the world. And he is likening the uh, the fight uh, on the Omaha Beach to the fight that must be necessary now. And uh, I find this guy uh, despicable. We don't know what he's paid. We don't know how many people work for him in the department of him being a climate czar with his phony flying around the country and getting flown out to his place on Nantucket and wherever else he wants to hang his hat. Yeah. He's Nantucket. Yeah. And uh, he's... He's unhinged. There, there is no. Uh, would you rather uh, deal with the climate or deal with another Hitler? I'll take my chances against the climate. Yeah, yeah go with the climate. I'm going to go with the climate, even though the climate turned on me and produced this bad air quality. I have a serious question. Where does it go? How do? How does it? The how smoke? does it? Yeah. How does it exit? Where? It'll disperse. What happens? What happened? Uh, what was the great volcano in Washington State in 1980? Mount St. Helens. Uh, we thought that was the end of the world. Well, it you, was, you don't know what happened. It was dark here. Yeah. Well. You don't know what happened. Can man do that? Has mankind done that? <clears throat> Never. Well, Never. even when you're blowing something up. <clears throat> well, uh, dated July 30th, 2021. Headline, massive Tesla battery on fire at renewable energy plant in Australia. So, yes, man, man has. Do it, huh? And to reference your tweet from yesterday, which a lot of people evidently didn't get, mm-hmm. it'll happen again. Well, and not only will happen again, but when it does, odorless electricity becomes very smelly because suddenly it's the smell of everything burning that is involved in the manufacture and use of the battery. Hell, I can smell it when I charge a battery. Yeah, me too. Electrical contacts and plastic, (laughs) and it it just was horrible. You know why. why It's why we call it, let's boil up this battery so we can use it. Because it stinks. What, Chris? Because it's not smell radio. It isn't. It is not smell smell radio. Uh now, why a forest fire in Canada smells like burning plastic, I don't know. But as it consumes uh, land, I'm sure it's burning you stuff. You do have the Hall of Fame sniffer. Oh, yeah. So when you were out and about doing the... How long did it take you to detect it was plastic? Yesterday morning, I said this on the show yesterday. Yesterday morning, I thought the air smelled like many summer mornings that I've smelled. Okay. Uh, certain cities have distinctive smells. Los Angeles has a distinctive smell. New York has a distinctive smell. And uh, I thought I had detected uh, a very non-alarming uh, odor in the, in the, uh, in the air. Hmm. The, we left the show yesterday. That had completely changed. Yes. 
When I went back outside yesterday at about 2.30, it was the smell of plastic burning. Mm. Yep. And, yep. and it, it, was, it, was, it was frightful. I'm not going to sit here and say it was no big deal. It was a big deal. There wasn't a bit of wind here Nothing yesterday. It was, was so bad. It was breathless. At least today, it's windy. A little breeze blowing today as this glob apparently is going to move out, but it's taking its sweet time. But here's John Kerry. We don't know, we don't know what the American taxpayers, uh, how we're funding him and to what extent. We don't know how many acolytes he has working in this apparently new bureau of the government uh we we know nothing except he pops up every now and then to fly around and warn us that we have no time left uh now we were talking He's, before the show we always think we should be trying to follow the money here what is uh, at stake for someone like Kerry to say the sky is falling, is he personally going to become enriched beyond what he already is? His his wife is a Heinz, as in Heinz ketchup. <laughs> they they have a lot of money. Remember uh, when he tried to dock his boat in a different state because the taxes were yeah. better than that? Well, he's cheap like everybody else. Yeah. I know what he's doing. What's he and doing? I, I know why we hear from him so infrequently. He's doing what an old general manager used to do when Ginny would be in town and in her office. Mm-hmm. He's making an appearance. Making an appearance. He, he's he's earning his keep and keeping himself on the third rail. As soon as the boss flies out of town, now he'll go undercover for another month or so, and we'll hear, <laughs> hear from him uh, at the end of August. According to Axios.com, their projections, because I believe it was a couple of years ago that Biden had posted, this was July 6th of 2022, Biden had posted about the West Wing salaries, carries was kept hidden, but according to we Axios, yeah. it's roughly $20 million a year. Jesus! That that can't that's not plausible. That can't be. No, that's not that's Axios not. is a reliable outlet. He's making more than Pat St. Oh. I have a thing from Chip Roy who's not always reliable. He's a US representative. Yeah. Uh, but he says that the entire budget for his uh whatever we call it department mm-hmm. is sixteen and a half million a year. That that's well sounds, then maybe that's the whole budget that then for the more. department. Okay. But Joe he's been on the third rail since he was a kid. I mean, oh, he was yeah. a military kid. He went through, what, what did I say before the show, Yale? Private before military even, school. Before he even went into the military. Because mm-hmm. he has a net worth estimated around $300 million. Well, so, I, you know, is, is, is Kerry a standing to gain from this proselytizing? Of course, somehow. I don't Absolutely. know how. Like, Gore has really gained. Gore sells uh, whatever he sells. Carbon credits, yeah. yeah. And, and they're all... F- Phonies. What a well, great it, scam. It, you send in some money, you get a certificate. <laughs> That's where it ends. <laughs> Plenary indulgences. Yep. Is he also, I have another article here saying he is also Bank of America's Global Advisory Board Chairman. I don't oh, know anything about see, that. See, I couldn't find anything and like that. That position alone brought in five mil. Okay. Yeah, it's good to be in that club, isn't it? Yeah. He is also on the payroll at Yale. Really? For mm-hmm. what? Uh, to frighten board students? Work, you know, just, you know, he's on, he's an yeah. advisor. You know he also what he does is. a lot of speeches, too. Consulting he, speeches. You know what he is in, in reference to his wife? He's turned it around. He is a male gold digger. <laughs> he married rich. He really did. That's brilliant. 
But that's can't what you, you did, didn't you? No. Isn't that, oh, well, that's what the word is. But can't you have a D-Day remarks without climate change? You should. Yeah, you should. You yeah, sure as hell should not mention climate change when these guys were, you lose 2,500 guys or whatever it was. And I don't think any of those soldiers were thinking about the climate. <laughs> At that particular time. No. I'm going to go out on a list. It was more than 2,500, Matthew. A little bit more. It was 4,400 4, allied, and it was 2,501 Americans. Uh, they were sitting ducks when they got off those landing craft. It was uh, a hell of a deal. 4,414 allied deaths Ooh. and 2,501 Americans who gave their lives that day, and this uh, this big lurch, he he wants to tell you that that's uh, he looks like lurch. He he, he wants to tell he you does. that it's uh, it's a battle akin to the battle we now face uh, with the world climate, which is I'm uh, I don't accept that. This is neither here nor there, uh, but his grades at Yale mm-hmm. were. Awful. Really? <laughs> His freshman oh. average, he averaged a 71. He improved that to an 81 for his senior year. Never mm. received an A during his complete time <laughs> okay. at Yale. Is he Matt, a lawyer? Is it, Did he get a law degree? Yeah, he's a lawyer. Matt, I think Is we've he? got no, a friend sure, in him, don't, don't we? Yeah, I just read it. He's we've an ally. A, <laughs> did he, I wonder if he changed any D minuses to D plus. <laughs> <laughs> what was that grading scale, John? 71? I've never heard of that before. Well, you know, up to 100. Oh, okay. Didn't great that you. way when you went to school? Mm-hmm. 90 to 100. But you, you got to love he goes to a shipping exhibition and tells everybody what bastards they are. Yeah, exactly. God, what a jerk. Then flies off in the private jet. But yeah. he told us for yeah. someone as busy as he is yeah. saving the world. Yeah. That's, with He's the exception Superman. of confronting China, he mm-hmm. wouldn't do that, of course. Mm-hmm. But If but you for... offset your carbon, it's the only choice for somebody like me who uh-huh. is traveling the world to win this battle. Yep. Uh, I negotiated the Paris Accords uh, for the United States. I've been involved in this fight for years. I negotiated with President Xi to bring President Xi to the table well, you so didn't. we could get you, Paris. You're and, lying, uh, uh, I believe the time it takes me to get somewhere. I can't sail across the ocean. Nope. I have to fly to meet with people and get things done. That's but what right. I'm doing almost full time is working to win the battle for climate change. He is and an in important the end, guy. Uh, if I offset and contribute my life to do this, uh, I'm not going to be put on the defensive. Thank you, John. Wow. And what thank a, you for trooper. your service. I uh, rest easy every night knowing that you're counting down the hours that we have left on Earth. And I think it's fantastic. (laughs) You're just a hell of a guy, and I appreciate everything you're doing. You idiot. (laughs) You know what was kind of telling? Remember, didn't he run for president? He sure did. Yes, he did. And and uh, they were telling some personal stories, and the only thing is kids could come up with is he fell off the dock or something trying to chase the dog. <laughs> don't remember that. Remember that? He, they, they just, there wasn't a real, there really wasn't an abundance of memories uh, of, of dad. He wasn't okay. around much. Yeah, well, it, well, you're saving the earth. Well, he's winning he's, the battle. Saving the earth. Yeah, I would like to take that. a, go ahead, John. I was just going to say, he lost that presidential race. Uh, 62.4 million votes for Bush, 48.3 million for him. So 50.7% to 48.3% in 2004. Well, it was somewhat comforting that he didn't really fool that many. Well, he fooled a lot of people. 50 mil. Almost half. Almost half. Say, uh, let's come back with John Haidt. Okay.
Mr. Mike Schoonover on the horn with us because it's Positive Thursday. And as always, Positive Thursday brought to us by SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care located in Shoreview at 1060 County Road E. And Mike, uh, is it true you're talking to us from your new office? I am, Kenny. You know, if this was a body, you know, if we were doing body work here, uh, we'd be partially done. We'd be in the reassembly phase and then, uh, and then on to detail. So nice. we're, uh, we're, we're, we're in the home stretch here. Oh, that's got to be exciting. Uh, I sure hope they finish up that construction on Lexington soon. Um, that is just awful uh, on Lexington between County E and 694. Uh, I, I would suggest using Snelling over to County E if you're going to go over to Schoonover's on uh, 1060 uh, County E. It, are you finding that to be a problem at all there, that construction? It is. You know, it's it's uh, you know it's aggravating. There's been a lot of issues between all kinds of uh, municipalities and entities and whatnot. But uh, this come this fall, it's going to be done and it's going to be nice. So, but yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Either Snelling or Victoria would be the best bet to and just avoid Lexington altogether. So I've been hearing from GLers and reading pieces in business sections and um, uh, about Tesla and their business model and how Tesla has kind of, and I'm hoping you can either confirm or deny this, how Tesla has made it pretty difficult on certain shops to do business with Tesla customers because these shops aren't, quote unquote, Tesla approved. Am I am I BSing here? Am I hearing the right thing, or, or what are you dealing with? What are you seeing? No, you're totally right, and and unfortunately, Kenny, uh, you know, we try to help all customers. You know, everybody that comes in. Obviously, you know, we don't fix semi trucks, we don't fix RVs, we we don't. You know, we got to stay in our wheelhouse of what we do. Okay. Yeah. Um, passenger cars, on the other hand, we try to you know fix as many or or you know help you know, every customer out that, you know, no matter what kind of brand they have. And there's some brands we can't fix. You know, there's high-end BMWs or Mercedes that we just, we don't fix those. Uh, and Tesla, when when they first came out, I thought it would be kind of cool to be able to work on those. But they are making it difficult for not only shops, you know, so I, I would need to spend uh, a great amount of money to be able to be certified by hundreds of thousands of dollars of equipment to be able to service these Teslas which the return on investment would not be there. So, you know, we're not going to even make that investment. But the, the, the big challenging part is, is the way that they operate their business, um, you know, they still have supply chain issues or it's just a built-in supply chain issue with getting parts for customer cars. Um, you know, something as simple as a little molding, uh, you know, will take weeks and weeks. And I can only order it from somebody who is certified. Tesla won't sell it to me. Wait, or, what? Wait, wait, what? You can't just call Tesla and say, send me over the molding? No, because Tesla doesn't even answer their phone and they don't return their phone calls. So, oh, oh, um, so, oh, so oh. I can't, uh, I need to be certified in order to install a, you know, a wheel opening molding on a, on a Tesla. Oh. And so th that, that model just doesn't make sense. I could understand if I needed to buy structural parts uh, or, or very, you know, um, sophisticated uh, components to a, a vehicle, but simple body parts should be able to be purchased by not only me, but by a consumer. Uh, yeah. We, you know, the part, this particular part that we were talking about, uh, I think it was a Model Y, 
just a wheel opening molding, I think is 50 some odd dollars. Uh, but on the, on the, you know, the aftermarket are online from, you know, private parties, they're selling them for 150 to $200 knowing that the supply chain is limited to those who can buy. So it's, and and it's, so that adds time to the repair that adds cost to the repair. Um, so I, I guess if I were to, if I were a GLer, uh, thinking about buying a Tesla, I would want to know how much it's going to cost to insure because they are expensive to insure. I would want to know what the availability of parts, you know, where I can get it repaired, all those types of things. Cause again, it's just, you know, buyer beware. And, uh, you know, when it takes weeks and weeks to fix really minor body work because you're waiting on parts, um, it just doesn't make sense. Wow. Wow, that just takes the car owner right out of the equation. Can't even put on, like, say, a taillight lens. Uh, correct. Yeah, and when you limit when you limit the uh, supply of not only parts but also the suppliers of services like ourselves, uh, when when you make it challenging for for us to do the work, which is already challenging enough, because you know we have a customer who doesn't want to be here because it's a wrecked car. You know, there was a negative situation that happened. But then you add the insurance component to it. Then all of a sudden you add the, you know, the parts component to it where you can't get them and it's delayed. And then when it does come in, you got to get it back into production. So it's just, uh, it's just a very, it's a challenge and it's not doing Tesla customers, uh, good. It's, it's not a, it's not a good deal for Tesla customers. Well, it's not a very good business model. It's not good for them. Uh, it's, it's good for nobody. Boy, that's good Correct. to know. If you're a GL or considering a Tesla, that's something you need to know. Uh, meanwhile, if you're not in a Tesla, if you're in a car, truck, whatever, uh, anything you need related to your vehicle, it can be had right there at Schoonover Body Works and Auto Care in Shoreview. They are GL's official body shop. One of the top shops in town, SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. I don't have any more to right. do. Here's a man that needs face lotion. <laughs> Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Does this, does this kick in? I can't or does it just stay like this? I don't remember. Is this I Dylan? It yeah. It, yeah, it kicks in. Usually we only hear one. Ooh, wait a well, minute. Might be wrong. Wow, nice solo. Ooh. Here's John Height. Oh, wait a minute! Joe. Wait a minute! It's getting psychedelic on us. Oh, is that nice? I pulled a sushi the other day. Yeah. I finally watched uh, an extended clip. I haven't seen the whole thing of Get Back yet, but I was watching the part where he's doing the Jojo. Yeah. He's trying to figure it out. Yeah, and I kept doing back. you. Yeah. Come on, come on. You can get there. You can get oh. there. But I, that was a neat clip, though. That was a pretty cool clip. <laughs> I've heard that movie's okay. I wish your kid would release more uh, to Twitter of him playing the guitar. My kid plays guitar now about once every two weeks. So. I, I, I just am really? so disappointed by yeah. that. So yeah, I'm trying to get him to, I said, you know, you and I could sit down and do 40 songs tomorrow night, you know, but he, I can't get him to, to, to agree. All right. Here's that. John Haidt. Well, thank you very much, Joe. As we've said, 
We had the worst air quality in America. All right. Yesterday. Congratulations. That is fantastic. That Congrats is to all. Yes. Hey. Things should get should get better from here. The air will be a bit cleaner later today as the plume of thick smoke from those wildfires in Canada moves through and then away from the area. Uh, as far as rain is concerned, we uh, could use some rain. That would help. We might see a few showers and thunderstorms move in Saturday afternoon or Sunday. I, I actually was wondering last night, here we go, where could I drive to get some air? Well, you couldn't go east because Wisconsin was... And... Uh, I I, uh, I didn't know where to drive. Iowa was pretty good. Sure. But uh, I never went anywhere. We could do like what the neighbor does. Give us a call, uh, good neighbor. Yeah. You got good air. You got air, I'm coming out. <laughs> I told Joe this earlier. I overheard a conversation in which two people said, man, they got to do something about this air control quality. Yeah, well, who's they? And what are they supposed to do? Yeah. A Minnesota man is among six people charged for allegedly trafficking stolen human remains, according to federal prosecutors. Mm. The charges were filed in federal court in Pennsylvania against 52-year-old Matthew Lampy of East Bethel and five other people. According to a news release, the charges come from a nationwide network of individuals who bought and sold human remains stolen from Harvard Medical School and an Arkansas mortuary. One of the individuals managed the morgue for the Harvard Medical School, which procured organs and other parts of cadavers for medical research, according to prosecutors. It's alleged he stole organs and other body parts before their scheduled cremations and sold the remains along with his wife. The transactions were arranged online through social media wow. and over phone calls. You need a liver? I have a question. I can get you a liver. Yes, sir. What do you do with the remains? Well, isn't this your guy? I can get you a toe by 3 well, o'clock? who's the market for this? Well, there's, you know, sometimes the uh, satanic go. cults uh, require you a know, heart. You know, I need a you knee. Know, what, a, a, what do you... A bleeding what, heart. Serious question. Who are they selling this stuff Matthew, to? Matthew, how do you prepare a spleen on the grill? Uh, you would put it in, or soak it in virgin olive oil, and then what you do is you'd probably have a little pepper, some salt, and then you don't want to, you want to sear it. You don't want to bake it. Get it on the pan, about 30 seconds but on each side. are you selling limbs, or are you selling organs, or everything? You're selling them to Dr. Frankenstein. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dr. Vinnie Boomba. <laughs> a Ramsey County jury has convicted the second man charged in connection to the 2021 mass shooting at a St. Paul bar. The day after getting the case, jurors found 34-year-old Terry Lorenzo Brown guilty of second-degree murder and four counts of attempted second-degree murder for the shooting that killed 27-year-old Markeisha Wiley and left more than a dozen other people injured at 7th Street Truck Park Bar. He was also convicted of an illegal gun possession charge. Prosecutors say Brown and another man, Devondre Phillips, who was tried and convicted in February, had a shootout in the bar, showed a complete disregard for everyone else inside the bar. Brown's attorney argued that Brown acted in self-defense after Phillips fired at him. Phillips is scheduled to be sentenced next week. Brown's sentencing is scheduled for August 8th. Minnesota sports note, Lindsey Whalen is not working for the University of Minnesota anymore and was paid a termination fee, according to a release agreement. The university had announced on March 2nd that Whalen stepped down from her position as head coach of the women's basketball team and was going to a newly created role as special assistant to the athletics director. She was expected to stay in that new role through the rest of her contract, which was set to run through April 12, 2025. However, this release agreement shows that 
By April 6th, Whalen determined the new position was not in her best interest and requested the university treat the circumstances as a termination without cause under terms of the employment agreement. As part of her contract, the university then fired her and paid her a $215,000 termination fee as her contract had called for. Whalen coached the Gophers from 2018 to 2023. The Gophers Athletics Director Mark Coyle said on March 2nd, he and Wayland had multiple discussions and both felt it was the right time for her to step down from the program. The Supreme Court today, this morning, preserved the system that gives preference to Native American families in foster care and adoption proceedings of Native children, rejecting a broad attack from some Republican-led states and white families who argued it's based on race. The court left in place the 1978 Indian Child Welfare Act. That was enacted to address concerns that Native children are being separated from their families and too frequently placed in non-Native homes. Tribal leaders had backed the law as a means of preserving their families, traditions, and cultures. Uh, this story is a couple of months old. I, I don't think we talked about it then, or maybe we did. I don't know. <laughs> we, we can't never know. remember. We, yeah, we, we never know, know what we remember. do. Yeah. Uh, G. Eller sent it to me, Joe, and he said he'd like a ruling from you. He, he wants to know if this guy's an idiot or a genius. Okay. Driver had come to wider attention on Minnesota social media after being spotted hauling a four-wheel ATV on top of a Toyota Corolla. Yeah. The unusual sight was spotted in Elk River, north of the Twin Cities, with the ATV lashed to the silver sedan with bungee cords and tie straps. Jeez. Yeah. The tires were secured with wood acting as parking blocks on the roof and trunk of the Corolla. Huh. A lot of social media folks were worried about the whole thing. Many left their concern for the vehicle's suspension after making that haul, among other things. All the state patrol had to say about it at the time was that anyone traveling with an unsecured load could be ticketed following an inspection. Idiot. Yeah. Idiot. We've been seeing that for quite a few years, that and uh, snowmobiles and Stuff what happens like when this idiot brakes at a high speed? That thing's going to, it's not going to remain on the oh, vehicle. Oh, uh, properly strapped with the bungees. Well, yeah. even more crucially, how do you get it up there? Well, that's not a problem. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you go big you foot put a style. ramp up to the yeah. trunk and you drive it up there. Huh. Well, good for you. Oh, Kenny, you've done that before, huh? Yeah, maybe you guys should get out of the city <laughs> once in a while. Speaking Let's, of uh, idiots on the highway. Um, yes, sir. Ken, did I see someone on a bicycle try to get on 394 the other day? They rode inbound 394 <laughs> into took the Dunwoody exit, then got back on eastbound 94 at Hennepin Lindale, went over to the exit to southbound 35W, but then hung a left and went into downtown Minneapolis. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Uh, get out of my way. This is now a bike lane. The ironic part was when they were on uh, inbound 394, uh, he was actually going faster than the traffic. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so he was passing cars. Wow. So he was on the bike. Yeah. Uh, why don't we uh, take a short break at this time and throw it to Mr. Reavers? We will. Thank you, Johnny. I want to remind you, GLers, it's mosquito season, so get the best. It's Ray and Mike, the father and son team that operate two franchises of Mosquito Shield. Listen, you want to decide when it's time to go inside, not the mosquitoes and the ticks and getting rid of them. That's their expertise. They use a proprietary blend that's specifically formulated to rid your yard of mosquitoes and ticks, and it was invented by the founder of Mosquito Shield. It's used exclusively by the company. You cannot go buy this stuff on the shelf. They're going to take great care of you and your yard. They typically come out every you know 10 to 17 days for an application, and they do so until the mosquitoes and the ticks go dormant, usually around the end of September or the start 
start of October. They also stand behind their work. If for any reason that you're going to need them in between applications, they will do an additional service call at absolutely no charge. So here's what you do. Go online. Find them at MoShield.com. That's M-O-Shield.com. And just enter your zip code, and you're going to find them. Or you can give Kelsey and Mike a call directly at 612-619-1556. You mentioned GL, and you are going to get $50 off your service. Hello? Logic Town Council member. Here's what you're missing. I'm panicking that I've promised all the girls these Taylor Swift tickets. And I'm, that's going to cost you ten grand. Yeah, yeah, at this point, yeah, they kind of waiting the game right? here. Man. Nine tickets. Oh, that's going to cost you twenty grand. Well, I won't pay twenty grand. I'll say nine tickets. They will hate you forever. You already you, promised do you, them? Do you realize what you're going to spend, seriously? I'm sure they're very expensive. You're at, to get in the door, you're going to be spending Swift. 300 bucks just to get in. I'll go 300 That's 27 But they're going to be sitting on the freaking roof. I know somebody that just paid 12 grand. For how many tickets? Ooh, three. Four? You're Oh, Jesus, what I got into here. Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. You want to save some money on a Toro zero-turn mower tri-state bobcat of Burnsville, Hudson, and Little Canada is the place to do it. Toro's actually up the rebate. Now, uh, we've been talking about it for a month or more, the 54-inch MyRide zero-turn um, they've upped the rebate to $500 for a final price of 4199 But they also included the fact that it can now be used in tandem with 0% financing for 42 months. That, that makes taking one of these babies home pretty easy. They also have the $500 rebate available on most standard MyRide Time Cutter Zero mowers. So it doesn't have to necessarily have to be the 54 inch. Um, and it's pretty much everything except the Havoc. H-O-V-H-A-V-O-C. Havoc. Yeah. Uh, that 50 inch Time Cutter, the price remains $37.99, but that still includes the special five year warranty and a Toro Total Care Warranty Extension, giving us a $460 value. Pretty great deals on Toro zero-turn mowers, courtesy of Toro and Tri-State Bobcat. And the day is coming really soon when Tri-State's going to be throwing open the doors in St. Croix Falls. They're on Highway 8. Their equipment's still rolling in the door, putting the final touches on the joint. It won't be long now. And you'll find all the equipment from Toro, Bobcat, Steel, and that amazing Fecon mulching tractor. You may have seen me running that thing on Twitter and Facebook. It's got that bullhog attachment. You can take down full-grown trees. It's so awesome. Uh, and all of that will be available in St. Croix Falls, as they are in Hudson, Little Canada, and Burnsville, oh, and Mankeys down in Owatonna. Swing over to the website, check everything out, tristatebobcat.com. In other news, several U.S. federal government agencies have been hit in a global cyber attack that exploits a vulnerability in a widely used software. The U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency is providing support to several federal agencies that have experienced intrusions that affect the software exploited by the hackers. That, according to Eric Goldstein, the agency's executive assistant director for cybersecurity. It's not immediately clear if the hackers responsible for breaching the federal agencies were a 
Russian-speaking ransomware group that has claimed credit for numerous other victims in a hacking campaign. A CISA spokesperson had no comment when CNN asked who carried out the hack of federal agencies and how many have been affected. Two American tourists found dead inside their luxury hotel room in a seaside community on Mexico's Baja, California Peninsula. Police and paramedics arrived at the hotel on Tuesday night after getting a report that the Americans were unconscious in their room. Inside, they found a man and a woman with no vital signs. They are identified as 41-year-old John Heathcoe and 22-year-old Abby Lutz, according to a statement from the Baja, California, Sur County Attorney General's office. It noted that Lutz is from Newport Beach, California. Their cause of death was deemed as intoxication by a substance to yet be determined. The Associated Press reported the suspected cause of death was gas inhalation. By the time the two were found by authorities, the man and woman had been dead for 10 to 11 hours, no signs of violence. They'd been staying at the Hotel Rancho Pescadero, a luxury, a luxury resort owned by Hyatt, renting a room at that uh, place, uh, spendy, to say the least, maybe up to $1,500 a night for public or private. Where's meal. that at? The Baja. That is the Baja. The Baja. I'm off the grid. You, I'm off the grid. That. The Los Angeles Times, back when newspapers were real, had a columnist named Jack Smith. Does anybody know that name? Jack Smith. And he he had a, uh, much the way a Minnesotan would have a cabin in Brainerd or something, he had uh, a vacation place in the Baja. And uh, this would have been back in the 60s, 50s and 60s. And he would write about it occasionally. And? I realized the minute I mentioned it that I had no uh, punchline for that. There was oh. nowhere I was going to take that. <laughs> He's my former neighbor. Just let just, just letting us know. He was you just off the beach. I'm just letting you know. Did you have a nickname for Mr. Smith, uh, Mr. Governor? Uh, I call him Smitty. <laughs> uh, they still letting you drive, Joe? He was like the Jim Klobuchar <laughs> of the Los Angeles Times, only he didn't make up quotes. There you go. Yeah. And now you redeemed yourself. Your he wasn't an angry liar, you yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, a listener just submitted a piece of audio from our president from yesterday. Yes. I'm looking for a spot well, to insert a, it. He had a tooth problem, I think. Well, I don't oh. know about that. No, seriously, he had a root canal. Oh. And I think I think you're going to play something. Uh-huh. We're going to hear him with the Novocaine hadn't worn off yet. Well, that oh, no. may be true, but he was speaking at the League of Conservation Voters annual capital dinner, yep. talking about some of the infrastructure plans that this administration um, hopes to hopes right. to achieve. All right, there is a little music underneath because you'll and you'll understand why. We're going to win, and we're going to help. We have plans to build a railroad from the Pacific all the way across the Indian Ocean. We have plans to build in, 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 in Angola, one of the largest solar plants in the world. I could go on, but I'm not. I'm going off script. I'm going to get in trouble. So, okay. Check this out. No, wait a minute. <laughs> what in the... Wait a minute. We're going to have a railroad across the ocean? Yeah! Come on That's in. a long trip, man. Gotta, did we hear that right? We're going to win and we're going to help. We have plans to build a railroad from the Pacific all the way across the Indian Ocean. We have plans Pacific to build in, the in, 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 in Angola, one of the largest solar plants in the world. 
I can go on, but I'm not. I'm going off script. I'm going to get in trouble. I need to consult my map. I'm going to get in trouble because I'm going off script. He keeps saying this, which is uh, which is virtually him saying, you know, I'm not even supposed to be saying any of this I need, stuff. I need to read what's in front of I me. I got I'll read whatever they tell me to read. <laughs> All the way across the Indian Ocean. Yeah, the Indian That's an o- impressive railway. I, I'm trying to figure out in my mind's eye where the Indian Ocean connects with the Pacific. Uh, it would be somewhere, somewhere over there and around India. Somewhere around what? Indonesia, Malaysia. Yeah. Boy, that's a long, long train line. I have a technical question about the new rail system that the, the president is proposing. Yeah. What happens if the train break down? You know, halfway across the ocean. Yeah, there's nowhere to go. Where do you do? It's just water. You just let people out and where do they go? Swim back. You'd be just on the tracks above the water. There'd be nowhere to go. That's. I'm glad we're uh, working on that, uh, Mr. Biden. That's fantastic. Uh, the Indian Ocean meets the Pacific Ocean at Cape Horn. It meets the Pacific Ocean at Cape Horn and the Indian Ocean at Cape Agulhas, south of Africa. Okay, thank you. But mm-hmm. Biden appears to forget which oceans border Africa. Mm-hmm. We have a, another person entering the Republican field for the presidency. It's Miami Mayor Francis Suarez. All right. Uh, He says he thinks he can broaden the appeal for Republicans nationally, especially to Hispanics. The 45-year-old Suarez filed official federal paperwork on Wednesday. Suarez has touted the city's low crime rate and economic successes, but he's lately been dogged by news reports about a developer who hired him to allegedly secure permits for a stalled real estate project at the same time the developer was trying to win approval for a city project. Another looming problem for Suarez is whether he can raise enough money from enough supporters to qualify for Republican debates scheduled for later this summer. Suarez also could be hampered by his acknowledgement that he did not vote for Donald Trump in either 2016 or 2020. Suarez has acknowledged he did not vote for DeSantis in Florida for governor in 2018 and tangled with him at one point over COVID-19 restrictions during the pandemic. He did say recently he voted for DeSantis in the next election in 2022. Has a president ever run coming from a mayoral seat? That's a uh, heck of a leap going from a mayor to a to the presidency. Was Hubert Humphrey the mayor of Minneapolis? Of course, he didn't run for president as a mayor. Uh, mayors. No, I don't think so. Okay. I can't think of... Uh, I, I can't... Nothing springs to mind. Got it. And, and probably it, it would be something we've previously talked about. And, sure and I probably forgot. asked it we before. Forgot. Yeah. So, <laughs> Glenda Jackson, a two-time... Well, I'm Academy. sorry, he was mayor of Minneapolis. The yeah. 35th mayor from yeah. 45 to 48. Yeah. Uh, Glenda Jackson, a two-time Academy Award-winning performer who had a second career in politics as a British lawmaker before an acclaimed late-life return to stage and screen, has died at the age of 87. Jackson's agent said she died Thursday at her home in London after a short illness. He said she had recently finished up filming The Great Escaper, in which she co-starred with 90-year-old Michael Caine. Born into a working-class family in 1936 in Birkenhead, she ended up training at the Royal Academy for Dramatic Arts in London, she won a couple of Oscars back in the 1970s. One for Women in Love in 1971 and A Touch of Class in 1974. In her 50s, she went into politics, won election to Parliament. She spent 23 years as a Labor Party lawmaker serving as a minister for transport in Prime Minister Tony Blair's first government in 1997. Not sure what took so long, but UPS drivers finally will get air conditioning in their trucks. 
This news comes as the delivery giant and the Teamsters Union negotiate a new contract for the workers set to expire July 31st. Starting next year, UPS package delivery trucks will come equipped with AC, the company and the union announced. Older trucks will be retrofitted to allow AC. The company will also install fans in the driver's cab and exhaust heat shields for the cargo area and non-electric trucks. Shields reduce the amount of heat passing from the truck's engine to the cargo hold. Uh, those cargo holds can reach 140 degrees Fahrenheit. See you. I have a, a question. Does UPS realize it's 2023? Yeah, but don't they don't have doors on those trucks, do they? Mm-hmm. No, but again, yeah, they, they, do. they slide in. We're oh. sliding. Yeah. But they're so damn hot, they nice keep them, them open. It's awfully nice of them to do that for their employees. The uh, first grade teacher who was shot by her six-year-old student in yes. Virginia, remember her? She yes, they do. She has apparently resigned from her position, according to school officials. Uh, that would be two months after she sued the district for $40 million. The last day of Abby Zwerner's contract was this past Monday, Newport News Public Schools said in a statement. The district said that Zwerner notified Human Resources in March that she would not be returning to school next year. Uh, the 25-year-old Zwerner was shot in the hand and chest as she sat at a reading table by her first uh, in her first-grade classroom January 6th, spending two weeks in the hospital and enduring multiple surgeries. Zwerner filed a lawsuit in early April, alleging that school officials ignored multiple warnings that the boy had a gun and was in a violent mood that day. The school board has pushed back, asking a judge to dismiss the case and arguing that Zwerner should get workers' compensation instead. Her lawyer, Jeffrey Bright, cited an email that school officials sent Zwerner in May saying that they had processed a separation of employment for her effective at the close of June 12th. The lawyer said, I don't think you can read this any other way than to say she's been fired, and that's what she thinks. She doesn't understand it. She says there's been no communication. John, thank you very much. You're welcome. That's just fantastic. And uh, we're going to take a time out right now. Well, we are, but uh, prior to that, I'm going to tell you about the wonderful garage logicians over at Minnesota Masonic Charities, online at mnmasoniccharities.org. They do the work of the Lord, literally. I'm telling you, uh, they are very philanthropic. Since its inception, MMC has given away over $70 million in funds for charitable causes and subsidies. You can check out all of the endeavors that they support online at mnmasoniccharities.org. So basically, it's a garage logic concept. They sit around. Yeah, they have the funny meetings, the handshakes, all that kind of stuff. But they're giving you full disclosure of what they do. They pick the picnic table, sit in the garage, decide where they're going to disperse their money. And there's a huge history of men that have um, been masons for, I don't know, hundreds of years. Check out the list. You can go see their place in Bloomington. Uh, tell them the rookie sent you. Maybe you get the private tour. Call 952-948-6200. 952-948-6200. The reason they're on Garage Logic is because they want the secret out. The secret is there's really no secret. It's just a bunch of people doing very, very good things and giving money and help to people that need it. Online at mnmasoniccharities.org. Check out these GLers, 952-948-6200, and let them know the Rook sent you. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. California legislature has a bill in front of them. <laughs> now what? Uh, it would classify 
not affirming your child's gender as child abuse. Oh, my God. So, you know, little Billy comes up and says, I want to be Mary. And if you say, well, you're not, you would not be affirming the child's choice. So that would be considered child abuse. Okay. No. I, I don't understand any of that. I just... Uh, I don't either. I, yeah. I there don't is a it. viral... I know, I know you hate this, but there is a viral video, and I'm sure the four of us have seen it, of a TikTok... I don't even know if he's an influencer, but he's got a, a, a very popular account in which he's transitioning his four-year-old son into a girl. I've not seen that. It's... Um, and I don't want to see it. That's all his idea. The dads. Yeah, the kid has the kid doesn't know what he wants. And it's just I feel so bad for that kid. Because the kid's just, oh, this is what dad wants me to do. I'm going along with it. That's child abuse. Yes. You're ruining a human being is what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I just I feel so awful for that kid. I just do. I got a lot of things that happened on this day in history. You do? Mm Mm-hmm. Thank God you have to write today. Let's Mm -hmm. have at him. This comes to us all the way from the traveling Wilburys. Okay. No. Huh? Wait a minute. The traveling Lyman. There you go. At Fernandina in the villages, Florida. Okay. And, uh, well, for example, on this day in 1851, artist Frank Blackwell Mayer arrived in St. Paul from Baltimore to make drawings of the pending treaty negotiations at Traverse de Sioux. These drawings and his diary, published as With Pen and Pencil on the Frontier in 1851, provided a valuable record of frontier and Native American life. Huh. Mm-hmm. It was on this day in 1892. Joe, today is June 15th. A windstorm traversed Jackson and Martin counties, then split into two parts near Winnebago City in Faribault County. Is there still a Winnebago City, I wonder? Well, I can look it up. And uh, one part traveled northeast into Freeborn County, the other southeast passing near Albert Lee. About 50 were killed in 85 in the 85-mile path of the storm. Ooh, and it wasn't even called a tornado. It was just called a windstorm. Okay. There is a city of Winnebago, Minnesota. Well, there you are. Right on 169. Oh. On this day in 1909. Uh, June 15th. On this very day, back in 1909. Oh, nine, okay. The St. Paul police activated motorcycle patrols with two plainclothes officers watching traffic on Summit Avenue. Don't you wish you would have wow. one of those right now? Well, that'd be collectible, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it would be. On this day in 1933. Uh, Winnebago is just northeast of Huntley, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. On this day in 1933. June 15th. William Ham Jr., son of the owner of Theodore Ham Brewing was kidnapped at Minnehaha Street and Greenbrier Avenue in St. Paul. He was released after a ransom of a hundred grand was paid. Gangster uh-huh. Roger Toolhe was brought to trial but acquitted. And the investigators later learned that the real culprits were the Barker Carpus gang. Uh-huh. Yeah, the Barkers uh-huh. were idiots, but Carpus was pretty bright. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was yesterday, by the way. It's it's Today, June 15th. Okay. And on this day in 1939. (laughs) 615. Crown Prince Olaf of Norway dedicated Duluth's Anger Tower 
which offers spectacular views of Duluth Harbor and Lake Superior. Bert Anger was a Norwegian-born businessman who ran a successful furniture store in Duluth. Huh. He donated much of his estate to the city after his death. It's not often you get a, 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 a civic monument for a guy who owned a furniture store. That's true. <laughs> Very true. Right? But the right. king, I mean, even they got the king for they this. Him. They got him. Olaf came over. And it turns out Bert Anger, uh, for whom the uh, tower is named, was uh, born in 1864 and died in 1931. All right. And then eight years later, here came here came the Crown Prince of Olaf, hmm. uh, not of Olaf, Crown Prince Olaf, Olaf. of Norway. Yes. And and Bert got his uh, his moment in the sun there, and I believe that Anger Tower, of course, still exists. Can we end with a, a trivia question for young Matthew? We might. Can you name the members of the Traveling Wilburys? Just in a simply in an effort to agitate John and Ken. The guy with the glasses, Roy Orbison. Dead. Um, he just died. Uh, uh, down the and running. Down, Tom Petty. Had a boy. He died five, six years ago. And just died. I'll give you a hint on one of them. My football picture. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you say I look like in that picture? Why can't I think of the other? Um, Jeff Lynn, George Harrison. George Harrison. Who? Let's ask George. him the, the easy still question. Missing one. Who is the remaining member who, and here's the big hint, still alive? Dylan. Yeah, there you go. Well, Jeff Lynn's still alive. Well, they're all. Oh, Jeff is alive? Oh, I didn't yeah, realize. Jeff, Lynn's Lynn's Jeff Lynn has the beard. Good. Who am I missing, John? You got them all. You got them all. We, didn't, we hadn't named Dylan at that point. Oh, yeah. I'm so tired of being lonely. That's Roy Orbison. Yeah. But yeah, that's is. as the Wilburys. He was in the Wilburys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, still I knew it would work. Some love to give. I knew it would work. They what? were they were okay. Oh, oh come on. Get I'm, not, I'm not taking it, Joe. Joe, I'm not taking it. Oh, no, they were okay. I mean, it was slapped together. No big deal. They didn't take it that seriously. NBD, Joe says. They didn't take it that seriously, but the first yeah, album was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. First album was a good eight. They had a lot of fun ten. with it. It was a fun little side gig for them. It was, uh, it was like it you with great. wood boats. Yeah, it worked out. It worked out for them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now I see where the Beatles are going to release oh, release what they're what Paul McCartney's calling their final song, and they're using artificial intelligence oh, I saw to this. to make Lennon's voice a part of it. Now I don't know how that works. Yeah, uh, you're not an engineer. Yeah. Do we approve? I, I did have this story I, I, Tuesday, right? You guys know that. Yes. We I don't remember anything, John. Yeah, I, I figured you In the theme of this week, John, we're redoing the story again on the show. <laughs> Tomorrow, I'm going to read a letter that no. I wrote to my friend in 1977. Oh, that would be cool. You know what? Wow. I, think a, I think a guy found him. Really? Well, I can't believe I, I all this notice him. he can't be found. Well, I, I don't know where he is, but this is, this is the guy because he was born in December of 68. And. Uh, uh, this gentleman found him for me, so I'm going to try to he, connect with him after the show. Still local, or Mike. Yeah. Mike Price, thank you, Mike. Mike, Mike yeah, Mike, he's still Mike, local. Mike. He's still here. Cool. Well, and and well, you, then. the new rule is, we're done with that. You're never bringing in another letter or report. <laughs> well, I did a pretty good first communion letter because it catches us uh, as for the morons we apparently are. 
I do remember I did either First Communion or was it First Confession? Well, we don't want either of them. Well, I already read them, so I won't bring them back. We read them on the air. We did? Yeah, because I talked about the um, the treats afterwards, the cookies and the food, <laughs> and you you ripped me for that. Shocking. That was one of my memories of the of the thing. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, no more. I, is it plausible that I remember being baptized? No. No. I don't well, think so. I do. How old no, were you? Don't. Wait, how old no, were you? you don't. 17. Yeah, right. You don't even know. You don't even remember how to get home. There's no way you. <laughs> I, I, I can remember. I can remember the car and everything. It yeah. can't be. It must have been the you baptism were, of one of your siblings. No, maybe. Oh, were you me. two weeks old? That was me. Oh. 17. Were you down at the river? Yep, there went was to a, the river. Uh, there's a viral video of a, it's in the south, I'm not sure where, of a pastor that's baptizing someone in the river, and one of the little kids yells, alligator? And basically, that dude walks on water, just dropping whoever he was about to dunk. And the little kid was just was just playing. He said, alligator, alligator. And that, whoever it was just took off. Took off. Baby goes. That's a pretty good yes. stunt. Yes. And it, was, it wasn't a baby. It was you know someone that was maybe 12 or 15. So they yeah, were. Well, yeah, I would but hope he didn't drop not, an infant. The pastor was, he gone. He gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're going to finish this on a beach. Right, right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, GLers. Oh, my God. What? I just saw the video oh. of Ricky Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. It's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Thank you, GLers, for going to garagelogic.com. Signing up for the town council will cost you uh, 10 bucks a month or 100 for the year. You're going to get a $10 Fratelloni's. Hardware and garden stores. Do town council members get a deal at the talk shop? 10%, 10%, 10% off if you're a council really? member. So that's another you can thing. make to, your money back on one sweatshirt. That's another thing to check out at garagelogic.com. You can buy our garb currently. Also, Pod MN on your smartphone. I'm keeping that's one of those sweatshirts in my truck for an emergency in case that's, it gets cold. Or, yeah, that's, that's a really <laughs> good idea. Or something else. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to us on our YouTube page, Garage Logic. All you do is subscribe, and then you're entertained. We you missed a key element in the uh, baptism video. What I miss? It's not a child; it's a full-grown man oh, that's being no. baptized. <laughs> he just did you kind of push him away to get I'll out say. of it? Wow. It is time once again that we pick up the phone. We make the call to our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is on the line with us once again here in Garage Logic. And now's the time for you because you need an expert to help you navigate these troubled waters, and he's here for you and has been for some time. So make that call, 952 925 5608. That number, once again, is 952 925 5608. You call that number, you get Josh. And as always, you will get straight talk, never sugarcoated advice for that free. 48-minute financial consultation. He's on the line, and boy, Josh, they just simply know nothing, don't they? They know nothing. Sergeant Schultz impersonation, they know nothing. I know nothing. I see nothing. Well, that's to me right now with the Fed. After raising interest rates for 15 months, the Fed finally 
pause and had a lot of hawkish words coming out that they're still very concerned with inflation. Inflation is still above their 2% target rate that they are definitely wedded to. They indicated that it's the jobs market. Too many people are working and they're making too much money and that's bad. And oh, housing prices still have not come down no matter what we've done. Housing prices continue to go up, or if they don't go up, they're at least leather. They are leveling off, but they're still higher than we want them to be. And housing represents a third of the consumer price index. When it came out before the Fed meeting on Tuesday, what did it show? Inflation coming down. Inflation coming down and coming down substantially. Now, of course, the Fed said, well, we're not really concerned that inflation really is coming down, but core inflation, which excludes food and fuel, that's not coming down fast enough, even though, of course, that indicated that inflation was coming down. When it comes to home prices, you can look at Lennar, which reported their earnings last night. They beat the street, top line, bottom line, raised guidance. They sold more houses, but at a lower price. Oh my goodness, they sold more houses at a lower price? How do you do that? Selling more for less. Hmm, I guess people are looking for bargains. Now, of course, Lennar did make money because input costs for housing, so commodities costs, lumber and other materials, and the cost of energy went down. All those to me are are still components of inflation and commodity prices are still down. The Fed to me is concerned, I'm not going to say with things that they shouldn't be concerned about, but for people who have PhDs and not realizing that wage inflation is going to be with us unless you can repeal mandates to cut minimum wage from $15 an hour back to $9.25 an hour. And I don't think that is going to be happening. Yes, the Fed does face a what is known as a conundrum relating to unemployment because during COVID, millions of baby boomers took early retirement. They're not coming back to work. Maybe they're working part-time, if that. The Fed is going to see. Higher wages are going to persist in order to get people out from taking, oh, I can't really push this, out from taking government money and, and staying home to going back on the workforce. You want more people working, which continue to be a boost for the economy. So to me, the Fed pausing yet saying that they're going to raise interest rates at least twice more more this year continues to make no sense. Time to just put the number on pause and keep it on pause. You want to keep interest rates high for the time being? Fine. Keep the pause button, take a vacation, and leave it alone, for gosh sakes. Meantime, talking about companies, I mentioned Lennar being up. Housing or house stocks continue to be very, very strong, even with interest rates high. There is a shortage still of of housing. No question about that. Other areas that have been strong outside of my favorite internet-related companies or leisure-related businesses have been in aerospace and have been in in selected industrials. And of course, my shoe companies, not all of them, but the shoe companies have continued to do well, whether it be Decker's with a Hoka shoes and Uggs boots. 
whether it be on shoes, which are popular right now, not for me for running, but very, very, very uh, popular brand right now. They have done well. Heck, even Wolverine Worldwide, which is Hush Puppies and Saucony Shoes, has moved up. And Berkshire Hathaway's Brooks Sports has done well. And speaking of Berkshire Hathaway, that stock continues to march higher. For those people who want or looking for a well-rounded company, very strong overall management, Berkshire Hathaway might be your ticket. Now, if I divide it into some of its parts, well, you have the insurance aspect with uh, Geico Insurance. You have their energy and utility aspect. You have their railroad, uh, Burlington Northern Santa Fe. And then you have their stock portfolio, which is dominated by what Warren Buffett calls his fourth business, being Apple, and then also owning a lot of Coca-Cola and American Express, among other companies. Very strong, and that company has also hit a new high. Plenty more that's going to be happening over this year. And I'm still saying keep some money in cash for an inevitable pullback. It'll give you an opportunity to pick up some favorite shares or add the shares at that time. Very good advice, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up that phone and make the call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608. We're always going to get straight talk and never sugar-coated advice. Josh, once again, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Have a great rest of your day, a fantastic weekend, and we'll talk to you again next week. Thanks, Chris. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.